go around the room and introduce everybody then so that we know who everybody is and what your um, job is in the industry or if you are part of the industry. Start right over here. That way we go all the way around. I'm Amy G. Moore. I am not a part of the industry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm Nora. I used to be a part of the industry as a server, cocktail waitress. Not anymore. <laughs> and I'm Hannah, and I've been dancing 17 years. I'm Hazel, and I've been dancing for about three years. How long have you been dancing? I'm Caleb, and I'm a sex worker, security. <laughs> How many years? Uh, one year. <laughs> Just celebrated his anniversary. Yeah. No, it's a milestone. You're not a baby stripper anymore. It's true. <laughs> You're a toddler stripper now. <laughs> One last guess. I'm Georgia. Everybody knows me, so. <laughs> All right, did you want to start with uh, origin stories? Yeah, um, we can start with Nora. Um, how did you get into the industry? Because I, I did work with you for a bit. So uh, what brought you to get, or to uh, even apply to be a cocktail waitress at a strip club? The one guilty person that uh, would hold any of this type of stuff over my head passed away. So I was like, hell yeah, I can actually go and hang out in the strip club when I wanted to and enjoy. Was working at a, a strip club something that you aspired to? Um, not necessarily, but it was always something I was interested in, not necessarily the dancing part, but the culture and getting to see the dark side of life. Do you feel like you saw that? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and more. <laughs> and how long did you work there? Oh, probably about nine months. Okay. In Europe. Um... So I got into dancing when I was 17 with a fake ID. Mm -hmm. And I think I talked about this last time, but I was using a 24-year-old ID. And back then, they didn't care. Where, where was this at? Phoenix. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, you probably already said it. How old were you? 17. 17? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I ended up getting fired because he's like, this is not you. I said, yes, it is. <laughs> I wouldn't lie about something like this. <laughs> this girl was a lot larger than me. Um, and then I ended up coming back when I turned 18, which is a few more months after that. Why did you decide to be a dancer? Was it something that you wanted to do? Was it just like you can make a lot of money that way? So, I mean, the money is the reason people stay, well, for sure. Yeah. So I moved out when I was 14, and Subway was not cutting it anymore. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you have any um how did you feel about dancing prior to going into it were you scared of it were you just so i had a friend that was dancing at the same time she was older than me um actually she actually worked here which is kind of crazy um but so she was working she was taking care of me i was working at subway I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to try. Like, they don't even care about socials. They don't even care about... I mean, this was a long time ago. They don't care about anything like that. And um, and I tried, and it worked, and everything was good. I was working, and then some girl knew that I wasn't 18 or 21 or whatever it was. And, yeah, I got fired. But, yeah, I wasn't scared to get into it or nothing. I just 
and no um, moral problems with it at the time. No. No. I was I was a party girl, so I like to yeah. do crazy things. Yeah. Well, the reason I ask, everybody starts from a different place. Well, you know? my mom was a stripper, so it was already kind of, it was normal, I guess, in my life. I don't know. Yeah. Was she a stripper while you were alive? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And she was very open about it, I'm assuming? She was very open about it, but then she ended up going to nursing school, and then, so she used it as her stepping stone. Yeah. So she wasn't mad at me for doing it, but I was living on my own, so. No one was paying my bills but me. Right. It's not like anybody else had a say at that yeah. point. <laughs> Nobody had a say. Did you, did she have a problem with it? I mean, yeah. I know she couldn't do anything, but. Oh, no. Yeah, not that's good. All. She's yeah. like, oh, I kind of figured. I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> got a lot more money now. That's another thing that people would have different reactions to. I have a friend that um, used to be a stripper, and when she heard her friend's daughter was going to be a stripper, she was like, oh, that's horrible. But she doesn't have it's, – it's a weird perspective because she doesn't have, like, any – feel anything bad about her being in it, mm-hmm. but something about somebody else – somebody else's daughter being in it was a different story well my sister wants to come out and do it and now she's like all against that and i'm like why this is in the family business (laughs) 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 um but yeah Mm -hmm. any other questions before we go on to the next person same question hi Um, so I started dancing pretty randomly. Um, before that I was a backpacking guide in the Grand Canyon. Oh, wow. So I would take people down into the canyon for like five days at a time. We'd hike like 10 miles a day and I'd pack all of our food and gear and everything. And I would work like three months at a time and then travel for three months. And I lived in my van and I was like living on almost no money, but it was working for me. And... Then I had some friends in San Francisco, and I wanted to go live with them, and I was just like, maybe I'll be a stripper, because I bet they make money, and like, (laughs) I would love to have some, (laughs) and I was such a baby, I did not know what the fuck I was doing. I wore my stripper heels into the club (laughs) to audition, (laughs) like, on the street. I was walking down the San Francisco streets in my six-inch stripper heels. Oh, I'm sure you looked like a... (laughs) (laughs) and you know san francisco has those steep hills so it was pretty hilarious but i'm kind of surprised you didn't get any job offers on the way there (laughs) (laughs) um but i totally lied and said that i had danced before because like i figured you know that would help and i don't know if they believed me because i looked like i had no idea what i was doing but I think they which res- was accurate. Yeah, but I think they respected that I knew enough to like lie about it <laughs> and say that I had been a dancer before. Um, so they hired me, and yeah, I danced for a while in San Francisco, and also yeah, other clubs in California, and then I ended up here. So. Do you remember what it was like starting dancing? Like, were you scared? Was it like, no, I'm pretty open anyway? Like, what was your initial thoughts? Um, I wasn't scared. I didn't start at a full nude club, so, like, that felt like a layer of, like, privacy that I got to keep, um, and we even kept our tops on during dances. Like, we only took our tops off on stage, and then when we did lap dances, we were, like, in our full bikinis. So, so was that the full contact at that point? Like, everybody has different rules. I don't 
think they were supposed to touch us, but they definitely did. Yeah. Um, and yeah, different girls had like different levels of if they would like push people off or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the private rooms at that club had no cameras, so people could kind of do whatever they wanted to. It was really private. Yeah. <laughs> How long did you work in California for? Um, I think like almost two years or a year and a half, like right before I came here, basically. Oh, so you've only been answer for like two or three years? It's been three going on four now. Okay. Yeah. And the difference between Oregon and California is huge. We were just talking about it earlier. Yeah. Um, I was an employee in California, so, but that's how I started. So I didn't really know the difference either way. And then when I got here... And got to be an independent contractor is way better. Yeah, absolutely. What, what were the differences? Well, basically, as an employee, they kind of, like, take more of your money for taxes and, like, insurance um, purposes. And then they feel like they have more of a say over you and, like, can control you more and, like, tell you to get back to work and, like, talk to certain people that you might not want to talk to and, like... They're very much like we're in charge of you and we get to tell you what to do. Yeah. Um, but you don't really get a benefit from that, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Did you sign something that was at will, at will employment? Meaning they can I, fire you for anything? I think so, anything. yeah. My own and, um, and security. I started security six years ago. Did you start um, at a strip club? I did not. No. Um, this is. I. I've only been to three strip clubs in my life before working here. Mm-hmm. Which ones? Uh, one in BC, uh, Vancouver, um, somewhere else, and then probably Portland. This was as a customer? Uh, or drug along. I, it's not really my scene. Right. Just, just... Did you get any dances? <laughs> I did not get any dances. Did you tip anyone? I probably did, yeah. Probably. I mean, I mean, I can, I can see the way uh, it works, and I can handle. I, I don't know. I don't want to stand out as a non-tipper, so I imagine I did. So, how did you end up uh, doing security in a strip club? Oh, uh, my boss at the time was the uh, security manager at the club, and he needed someone. And I didn't really choose the highest-paying profession, so I figured I could probably make a little more money. Mm-hmm. At doing this and more lucrative, yeah. And are you ha- are you happy with your career change? Um, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I am jumping ship. Yeah, it's it's a little more taboo than kind of like I, yeah, I don't know. I don't shout it from the rooftops, but I do like it. I do like the people I work with. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, yeah. Yes, Kat. <laughs> you too. Oh. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, we can move on to, well, since we have all the newbies, do you want to move to your, I, I kind of like it. I've seen it all moment. I think it's such a good, like, conversation starter. Yeah. So, no, I mean, we can go in the same order <laughs> unless you guys have something, like, popping up, like, in your head right now of your seen it all. But do you have a seen it all moment? I, I think I do. I think I do have a uh, seen it all moment. Um, had uh, six cops roll in and arrest a dude who just sat down and got a beer. That was a pretty good one. And then he didn't really put up a fight. 
And then the second scene at all would be the two lesbians duking it out in the bathroom. Oh, my God. I remember that night. We were stuck in the dressing room forever. We could hear them hitting each other and screaming. And then um, we found the uh, eyebrow ring. Yeah. Yeah. There was was blood. And then, like, Patterson screaming at them. And, yeah, both of them ended up going to jail, I believe. But, yeah, that was a night where we were all stuck inside the bar. We're like, we just want to go home. So this happened after you, you were, like, during closing? Yeah, during closing, we are doing all the, the closing duties and doing all the checkout and stuff and go to check the bathrooms, and you just hear these two girls just fighting, like, fighting. You could hear them, like, rustling around and all this stuff, and then the assistant manager at the time and security, Patterson, was there. And I just hear him. I've never heard Patterson drop his voice in such a way. And I was, I was terrified. <laughs> like, he can be a very scary person being 6'4 and gigantic. And I think, he, I think he's taller than 6'4. Six, six, <laughs> tall dude. 6'7. Six, I can't remember. He is oh, so six, tall. Six, All I know is that I don't go. <laughs> my head doesn't even reach his armpit. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like these two tiny girls, like five and then 5-2 come out of the bathroom just like pushing against him and there's like ruckus and ruckus and blood and I'm like wow (laughs) I just remember that they were like they kept insisting that they had to use the bathroom just to like get more time to fight and like (laughs) Patterson's like I don't care where you go to the bathroom you need to get the fuck out of here like we're closed (laughs) Like, you need to go. Like, yeah. And, like, you could clearly tell that nobody was using the restroom. Like, it, it was so loud in the dressing room. We were all silent. And I remember we ended up recording them, like, trying, like, pushing them out just in case, like, we needed evidence that, like, nobody was doing it. It was just them being a shit they were a shit show. I, I do love that it's the end of the night and there's two girls just going at it and the fucking bathroom and everybody's just like mm, they're so desensitized they're just like this is cool and all but we just want to go home like we don't even want to watch the show like we just want to go they're like done it's been yeah. a long night there's eyebrow ring there's body piercings there's blood on the wall you're just like yeah cool like, was this I'm a, out was this a couple fight or was it just yeah, yeah it was a lesbian couple fight and yeah the in- bathroom insistence and then going outside and I just remember Patterson saying something about, like, I can't even touch them because they're tiny women. I can't even, like, push them out the front door because they're tiny women. I was like, yeah, this sucks. This really sucks. Yeah, they, uh, I don't really know what happened to the two of them. I just know that they You didn't did. follow up? No, didn't really care. I was like, that she was fun. wanted to go fucking home. Yeah, at the end of the night at 2 o'clock, you're done. You're just done and want to go home. So, yeah, they both went home or what? didn't go home they went off in a, in a police car <laughs> was there a story to the um six cops coming in to take the like did they come in like swat or was it just like walk in the door they you're just, coming with us they just kind of like walked into the door um they were looking for a particular dude from the homeless shelter just around the block and uh I guess he had threatened the people down there and was, like, being really, really violent and ended up at the strip club, and he wasn't supposed to have alcohol, so he was, I guess, in violation of probation, and they had been looking for him for a while, and just turns out that he was sitting, like, just on the inside of our 
our door at the club. And I was like, that was like the easiest arrest I think I've ever seen. <laughs> that it for me is an I've seen it all moment. Oh, yeah. Your turn. Okay. Because you've, you've been around. I, say that I have seen like possible. everything possible. Anything that you could come to your mind, I have seen it all. So, I mean, I don't. Because you've worked at, I mean, in how many how many different <clears throat> states? Um, I've worked in Florida, Iowa, Nebraska, Colorado, Texas. You can make a song Arizona, out of that. <laughs> California, Oklahoma, fuck, everywhere. Mexico. That shit was crazy. <laughs> um, I pretty like much I want like, to pry you more on stripping in Mexico. Oh my god, it's so crazy. Um, okay, like I could probably do like an I've seen it all in like every state. so i don't know i mean there's there's so many levels too because people have always asked me like what is your scene all and there's so many different levels because like i've worked in clubs where it got shot up i've worked in clubs where a guy tried to cut off my foot i've seen i've worked in clubs where guys want to drink your piss and suck on your tampon i've worked in clubs oh i haven't heard that one that's a new one that's stuck on the tampon i i that's what yeah we hear cut off your foot all the time (laughs) that was (laughs) (laughs) yeah um, the tampon thing, I don't like the fluids. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry, I'm just like just visually like seeing it's like, this it's in like my head. Normal I'm like, thing now. It's like desensitizing, you know. I'm like, oh yeah, that happens. You're kind of a time. walking I've seen it all moment. <laughs> literally, like I've seen it all. Um What was the worst like I was what states did you get the worst um request from like who what state were you were were you in when somebody said they want to chop off your foot this state oh (laughs) i remember that night this club oh wow i did not expect that yeah i was out on the patio was it the knife guy yeah the knife guy okay because patterson told a story yeah that one um oh i didn't hear the front part but yeah i remember that story but there but there's there's been other ones where there's there's fetishes for the knives you know and i i just i draw a line at the knife fetish because it just freaks me the fuck out it should yeah (laughs) and i draw the line at the bodily fluids because with my blood i don't know i just so if i remember part of his story um the dancer in the story, the, the customer wanted to cut off their clothes with the knife. Were you that dancer? Or he wanted was it... to cut off the foot because he had a foot fetish. Okay. Not clothes. Well, <laughs> I don't know if he got the fact wrong or if it was a different dancer, but his was just cut off the clothes. Mm-hmm. But foot's not so bad. I oh, mean, yeah. <laughs> I, could just grow one of those. I wasn't using that anyway. <laughs> but you get a lot of guys that are, they like the foot fetish thing that just, Pretty extreme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but um, the, the tampon thing. Is that, this, has that happened more than once? More than once. Ooh. Yeah. I so if you, were, if you were rating all of the states, Ooh. like which one of the states do you think is like the freakiest to Okay, to and that's in? another thing too, because freakiest and like, I mean, customers in Oklahoma were pretty fucking freaky. Yeah. Really freaky. Um, but the freakiest requests, I mean, I would say the trashiest is probably California. Yeah. And the freakiest, because they're multimillionaires asking you some weird ass shit in Florida. Yeah. Do you have a state that you're like, I won't go back there? California. California. No, I'll go go to California. As far as as dancing, I will never dance in California again. And is it 
it's because of the and atmosphere it's or it's because of just, the it's not even just the clubs because i've done a lot of private i had my own private company mm-hmm. so i've done i got to pick my customers and be like nope i don't want to dance for you um and i'll never dance in california again interesting yeah and you nodded you you think the same thing <laughs> well mostly because of the employment status i don't know if that yeah. Has anything to do with what you think, but I don't think the money's really there. No, it's not. Money's not there. And Mexico, I won't do Mexico again. <laughs> Tell us a Mexico story. <laughs> um, Mexico strip clubs are very, very open, as you can imagine. I don't know. There's it's a lot of blur. There was a lot of cocaine done off my ass on the stage. There was a lot of um. You don't wear outfits. The club I worked at, they do paint. So they paint an outfit on you. So you're literally walking around butt-ass naked. Interesting. It was weird. It was really weird. Do they paint you like every... They they have a painter? There's an actual room you go into, like a clear glass room. And it was so weird. The clubs were so weird. It sounds weird. (laughs) I I always imagined the clubs in Mexico to be that one uh, Quentin Tarantino film. The... um, the, the one with the vampires in the strip club. Oh, was Selma Hayek? Yeah. What is that one called? Dust Till Dawn. Dust Dawn, which that's what Casa Diablo is like named after. That's what it felt like. But it, that's what I imagine, and I don't know, but... I, yeah, it's like, cre- it's really creepy because my Spanish is not that good. When I'm drunk, I pretend. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that good. Oh, I know. No propina, no cerveza because of you. Yeah. I, I, I hired a Spanish tutor. Yay! Um, <laughs> did you feel... Safe? Though? I did not feel safe at all. I did not feel why safe. Why did you? Why did you go? I used to go to the uh, Vegas. I used to go to Mexico a lot, a lot, a lot. And um, I don't know. I was just there with that friend that got me into dancing, and she was like, "Oh, we should dance in Mexico." So I was like, "You know what? I'm just gonna." Seemed do like it. a good idea at it the time. It sounded like a good idea. We were pretty much left in Mexico, so why the fuck not? Yeah. <laughs> I was, How was the money? Um, it was. It was. Not that good. It was really weird. I don't know. It was it was a crazy, crazy time. I was on Amber Alert then. <laughs> wait, what? I feel like, wait, you, you just opened up a new can of worms here. There's another just, layer to I, the story. So it was, I tell you, it was a crazy trip. Like the whole There's crazy little weekend, details that she doesn't even like include. Weekend, it was like it was I was so on Amber Alert. Like, yeah. There was bodies found that same weekend. I was stripping at a fucking strip club. So much cocaine. I can't even fucking remember. Like <laughs> it was it was wild um i did make money but it was just i don't even know how like it was weird the heels there that's what tripped me out too because they're not regular heels they're like 10 inch fucking heels they're not eight they're like 10 so you're like barely like wobbling like a fucking penguin like all the girls wore 10 inch heels all of them and with the paint it was what's, just what's the standard height i would say eight or seven six seven eight I yeah think. i've always danced in seven or eight but ten yeah, no. There's Curious. a warning sign on them. You're I mean, I was like, fucking 17. Proposing only. <laughs> I was 17, so. It's like the oh, ladder yeah. where it's like you can't be above this step. <laughs> no, it literally, it, they, they have a tag that the 9 and 10 inch pleasers come with a tag, and they're like, these are for posing only. Do not walk in them. If you do, you are liable if you That's get crazy. <laughs> yeah. And then I worked in another club in Mexico on the other side, and 
I ended up getting arrested. That's a whole other story. <laughs> so don't go to Mexico. Think, Let's just not dance in Mexico. Let's just stay in Bend. Okay? I think you're coming back to the podcast. <laughs> you're like a walking. You're you're walking. I know, but I've calmed down episodes. so much. I'm in oh, Bend, Oregon. No, now. no judgment. But we can't just let these these stories just like crazy. evaporate I out there. Fade away. A lot of crazy, crazy Davis. stories. <laughs> um, one last question before we move on to the other dancer because I'm curious where the stereotype overlaps with reality how many of the people that you were dancing with do you in Mexico do you think were just outright sex workers oh just, all of them yeah that's why like I there was so many I'm sure there was dudes in there that was just maybe had a skirt over his little paint thing he had I don't know it was all blur it was a big blur it was very dark very very dark in there like no lighting at all yeah, it's. I would not recommend it at all. I'll I'll put that on my list of things to not do. ATM cards like outside because you go outside in this little room and put your little ATM card and it would eat all the ATM cards, all of them. And then everybody's all pissed off like all the Americans that are there for Bike Week or whatever the fuck it is. It's like they just ate my my debit card. I'm like, well, it's sorry. probably what it's designed to it, do. It, it probably <laughs> is. Yeah. So. Well, they put the pin in. <clears throat> So the club's got the card and the pin. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's it's just a scam. Yeah. yeah. It's, you're done. Well, I wouldn't recommend it working there. Kind of hard to follow that. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, you know, just the normal stuff, like a guy who would want me to just spread my cheeks and show my asshole for full 30 minutes. Totally normal. You know, yeah. or like a couple that basically started having sex while I was in the corner of the private room, just like, I'm not getting paid enough for this. Basically <laughs> or did? Did. This was in the <laughs> club with a, no that's cameras. A very, that's, a, that's a solid line there where you're crossing. They tipped me $12, so oh, not so worth it. Why you haven't spoken up to now. <laughs> um... And yeah, you know, just watching another girl get paid the same as me, but sucking a dick, and I didn't. Just stuff like that. Was Nothing, that in California? Yeah. Oh, wow. Nothing too crazy. Not like... I mean, it's crazier no. than my job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all. Aww. A few highlights. Give us some years. Give what? us some more years. Go get crazier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go to Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> Expand your horizon. Do it for the How many yeah. places have you danced in? <laughs> Let's see. California, Oregon, Arizona, and Texas. Do you have any opinions about one state or over another? Um, fuck Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, why? <laughs> they are just like, they have like a pimp vibe going in the I clubs. Like, I don't know. The men that are in charge of the clubs there just treat you like total shit. They take advantage of you. They're just trying to use you for whatever you can get them. They take so much money from you and just kind of treat you like shit. Like, you're just super disposable. Mm-hmm. Like, they're your pimp, basically. Straight independent contractor. You walk in, you pay your money, you work, you can leave, come back, whatever you want. That part is nice. Like, not having the whole, like, oh, you have to stay a certain amount or whatever. But I don't know if the payoff is worth it in the end. Do you think that because you kind of started in California and they kind of treat their dancers like shit and then like other states, like you were just saying, like Arizona, they weren't nice to you, that that might be the reason why you're a little saucy at the club that you're at now? Um, I don't know. I think I came in with like a pretty like 
just my guard up. Like I didn't yeah. talk to anyone for several months. I just kept to myself. And then I think people were like, oh, who is this? Like she doesn't talk to anyone. And I didn't understand that like people could be friends, like dancers could be friends because I literally was kidnapped by another dancer and taken to a pimp in California. That so didn't make the list of stories. <laughs> like, oh, you know, standard stuff. Um, did I mention I was kidnapped? <laughs> And this bitch got me to pay for her takeout on the way, so that was great. And that's the end of part one. Our theme music is from Tribe of Noise. You can find them at www.tribeofnoise.com. Thanks to our host, Backside Cakes. You can find them at 740 Northeast 3rd Street, Suite 6, Bend, Oregon, 97701. Stop in sometime. You might see us recording. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Prime Music, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a positive rating. We're a new podcast and would really appreciate the support. And you can find us at www.behindthemeatcurtains.com or write us at info at behindthemeatcurtains.com. Thanks.